Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favour and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this After Lodge banter. Welcome to episode 272 of the After Lodge podcast. Three nipples. Jamie. Yes! Corrupted. This is After Lodge Harlan. Broadcasting to you from my snow-covered Creekside home. Here at the... uh, April 21st, where we got, like, an inch of snow that then melted as soon as morning came. It was madness. It, it was bizarre, because it was People 70. told me it was going to snow last night, and I didn't believe them. And then I woke up and looked outside, and there was snow on the ground. And I, I don't, I haven't gotten over it yet. It was still snowing, because, like, all the snow was on the trees that have leaves on them. Except then it was melting, so it's like slippery on the bottom. So like chunks of snow were just still falling out of the trees. So I looked out; I thought it was still snowing. It was actually really pretty because everything is like bright green outside. Normally, when there's snow, everything's brown and dead. Uh-huh. Yeah, nice contrast. It was yeah. bizarre. So uh, yeah, my fellow snow in is worshipless producer Bruce. What's up, guys? The uh... <laughs> Long-time producer extraordinaire and the uh, point of blame for all of your After Lodge complaints. We also have Sir John, who is uh, filling up the tank and, well, doing John. Well, uh, yes. Big tank. Everybody should be somebody. I'm just trying to be me. <laughs> and back with us is, is Jamie, because I guess we're just going to have a Canadian presence now. <clears throat> Whenever I can corrupt the whole situation, I'll join you. There we go. <laughs> yeah. And the um, speaking of poor judgment, it seems that Brother Sean is back. Bait and switch. <laughs> yeah. Were Maybe you, that were, you, were you tricked into appearing? Yeah, he asked me. I he, he owes me like a small wagon load of favors. Hmm. And I spend them on this show. Let's talk about bad judgment, shall we? <laughs> I've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> you know, we crossed our seventh anniversary this year, so. Wow. Dang. That's yeah. right. Hard to think it's been that long, but yes. And our listener base has only barely expanded. Go on. <laughs> 2% per year. Well, before John, the the cross-section of people who listen to podcasts and are Freemasons and have a sense of humor is a very small... That's a small group thin of slice of pie. That's a, that's, a, that's a gnat's ass in the middle of a Venn diagram of not likely. Yeah, I mean, I suppose we could hire some shady company to pad our stats and, you know, like our Facebook and stuff, but... That just seems kind of lame, doesn't it, Bruce? I mean, why? Like, I mean, why that, even that, do that? 
The Shady Company is probably occupied with another... Who uh, cares? Harlan, you already know by cheating everybody else, you're really only cheating yourself. Yeah, except I wasn't... I was insinuating, and I... Never mind. (laughs) There are other podcasts who have done such things. I figured that's what you were saying, yeah. Nonsense. Why would someone do such a thing? Why would they? It'd be like trying to sell a really poorly painted apron on their podcast. Okay, so much for subtlety. Um, <laughs> so much for actually, subtlety. No. Have you it wasn't that me? one, though. It wasn't that one. Yeah. Oh, oh, I think I, yeah, I remember now. We'll talk about that after the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I misjudged one crap podcast for a different crap podcast. So we've got... The Afterlodge podcast, where our COVID show making fun of other podcasts, because we basically become have we become Fox News, where like all of our reporting is just how bad everyone else's reporting is. Oh, podcasting! Oh, wow! Ouch! I think I think that might I think that might be what we've devolved to, fellas. So uh, well, that being said. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> that being said, we're going to go full OAN, OAN and go... So within the last four months, I've sharded in public. Would you like those stories? <laughs> what, like multiple times? <laughs> no, I mean, once, once was at home and once was in, at the gym. Yeah. But not at while, the while, while, while on the elliptical. Squats, there's a reason. They've... No, no, I was on the elliptical. You know? Does at home <laughs> count as in public? No, no, that's why I said one was at home. I'm just kidding. They both weren't in public, but oh. yeah. I was going to say, how many people come through your house? <laughs> Not very many. Not very many. So, um, so But that was fun. Yeah. Going along and you kind of think you're going to do one thing and get enough. I, I had to leave the gym right away. I couldn't, didn't go to the change room. I just got off the machine and walked out to the car. <laughs> I did a little, little gribble trail all the way out to the car. I'd be like, oh, there you go. Well, see, I wasn't sure how bad the whole situation was because you're on the gym. You're, you're you sweaty. Back. You never sweaty. look back at the explosion. <laughs> exactly. You always, you're sweaty. You, always you don't know how much is there. Explosion. You just kind of, I just went right to the car and came right home. You march out head high. You don't look yeah. back. You don't know. Yes. <laughs> okay. Shorts on, you never know. Do your business and don't look back. Yeah, well, I shan't judge. And the other day I was playing VR trying to shoot somebody. And, yeah. When that caused you to shit your pants? No, I had Thai food. VR and I didn't intense. realize what was happening. And I thought I was going to fart. And it wasn't all just fart. And then you... Yeah, mm. crap your pants on VR. Actually played games, but I, I thought VR was just for porn. No, oh. no. Okay, good to know. Apparently, it's an Oculus Quest Two. It can uh, it can empty your bowels. So <laughs> <laughs> it's scary when zombies come at you, you know, and you don't know where they're coming from, and they actually come at you and <laughs> scared the shit out of them. <laughs> Literally, I, I get that. You remember that night Tony brought his headset to Lodge and had one of the old guys wear it and sent them on a roller coaster? No, that must have been oh. before I got there. Oh, man. No, I, it might have just been a night you missed. It, it was, was uh, 
roller coaster for one of the guys. It was our old uh, our, our guy who who likes to play the drunk role in certain local dramas. Okay. Yeah. So Tony had him wear it, and he was like, "Oh, well, this is this is cool." Oh shit! <laughs> Couldn't figure out how to get the headset off. He's still screaming. Losing his he didn't fall out of his chair. Oh, hey guys! Oh, was... Before we get too far, I, I I don't want I hate to digress and stuff, but I swore to the guys I would do it because it was so much fun and it involved Sean uh, this past weekend. And I, sorry, Maybe I don't mean to interrupt. Right but this There's past weekend, John Button. What's that? There's got to be a mute John button. Yeah, no. <laughs> You've known me for 10 years. James has known me longer. Neither of you guys have found it. Best of luck. Well, no, I've already technology. pressed the mute button. Yeah. He's just so forceful that he's talking through the mute. <laughs> which, is why, which is why I'm the honor guard commander, because I former, because I can yell really loud. No, uh, we roast uh, the St. Cloud Shrine Club did a, a roast of our beloved... Mr. Sean here, uh, as potentate of Osmond Shrine. And I swore I'd give him a shout out because I got, I was one of the roasters there because they listened to the podcast. Um, and it was an utter blast because it was a bunch of people making fun of Sean. The funny part is they all had scripts. I didn't, I was terrified I was going to be worse than they were. I think it was pretty much on par. <laughs> um, I can only imagine. Yeah, but it was funny because one of the uh, coordinators, uh, Chop, had come up and said, hey, I tried to listen to the podcast. It seems like it takes a long time for you guys to get to your point. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's after lunch conversation. We're all a little slow. Yeah, right. I, mean, I had to point that out to him. But in Chop's defense, there's not a point. probably a point two zero by that started. He was gone. <laughs> We poured him into his car. But sorry, I didn't mean to, I I swore to the guys I would I would give a quick shout out about about the uh, Feast of Fools because it was it was a blast. It's a phenomenal Feast of Fools. Is this this isn't they who shall not be named who often wear fool attire? Is it? No, no. Nope. Oh. I wouldn't be able to go On the side eye. <laughs> I yeah. knew it. I mean, uh, oh, as far as I know, there'd be only one attendee. Is, is, uh, as much as the Afterlife podcast that could go to something like that, but yeah, okay. no, it was, it was a trite event. I don't know what he means. Oh, the, was, he's talking about the the, the court. The court. Marginally, Marginally, no, no, I know who Harlan's talking about. I don't know what you meant when you said that. What, the fact that we've had one of those guys on the show? There's only one person who would be able. Yeah, well, if it was a if it was a uh, event for the the Billiken wearing big J's, Jester. Yeah, we've we've had a Jester on the show. And we didn't. Did we? Did we talk about that when? One said no. No one was on the show. I talk about that when those guys are not around. Did he have his hat on with his little bells? Well, he does have was a it Tony in disguise. Bells. Give you that. Tony. Tony would Tony be the wishes. guy. <laughs> Tony would lose his mind. <laughs> lose. He'd be the guy they they take to their their book things because he's funny with his conspiracy stuff. 
I'm one of y'all now. Yeah, I'm one of y'all now. <laughs> jingle, jingle. But anyway, yes, so there's that. Um, apparently, the Canuck's been following his cat around with a paper bag in the house. Yeah, so here's the story. Um, John already knows this, but in the package <laughs> I had delivered recently, uh, I, when I ground it up, there was four seeds, actually five. Four of those seeds that I put in paper towels sprouted. I went and got myself a window planter, and I hid all four of those seeds in there, and they were probably four so inches to five inches tall and i've been covering them with with saran wrap so my cat didn't get them forgot to cover them with saran wrap guess what happened when i woke up in the morning they were gone and 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 the soil wasn't even all disturbed and dug up or nothing the cat just kind of plucked them out and ate them so i I lost all four of my plants but positive side my nate i've got a new cat skin blanket yeah no no bruce it's the only time i ever thought i might punch a cat but it's my fault because, thought about you it. know, yeah, I thought about it, though. I did think I, about in it. In that situation, I might do more than punch a cat. <laughs> not going to lie. Luckily, <laughs> my neighbor across the street, who is, a, is an avid grower, um, ordered some seeds, and they actually sent him five extra. So he's going to give me a couple. Nice. And these are uh, um, what's called auto fem- – they're feminized and auto-flowering. So they basically you plant them, and 100 days later, they're full crop, and, they, and you harvest, and they're dead. So they, no, they, grow like, they grow like weeds. Yeah, well, we have, a, we have a really weird growing season here, right? It's cold even though we got sun early on, so things don't grow that much. So you can't really grow outside. And we don't have a whole lot of sun, so it, it only does so well in window pots too. So you, you, don't, get to, you don't get to harvest till October if you grow it outdoors here. So Did you try smoking the cat? <laughs> no, no. I cannot yeah. smoke the cat. Yeah, I love the cat. Is that a challenge? I love the cat. I can't do that to the cat. Give it to Bruce. He'll try anything. <laughs> Give it <What>? to Bruce. <laughs> I have smelled burnt fur before, guys. It's not going to be pleasant. <laughs> What's in this burning paper towel roll? Ah, who cares? I remember being at a high school party with a, a bunch of my good friends, a couple of them still tight with, and we were drinking away, and I can't remember what the conversation was, but it just reminds me of this. this one of the guys says, we're talking about our girlfriends, and one guy says, well, women, you can't live with them, and you can't burn them for fuel. And without missing a beat, my buddy Dave looks over and goes, bet me. <laughs> bet me. Yeah, making, that's, <laughs> we're upstanding pillars of the community, John. That's right. I know a guy that owns a crematorium. We might now, be able to make well that happen. Before I was involved in the craft, I'm different. Well, I'm, <laughs> yeah, we all know I'm different, but I'm different from then. No, not help my case at all. I know, but uh, yeah, this is this would be the part where if I if I was your counselor, I would I would have asked somebody to like shove something in there. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> so and and I wish I could um, take you guys for a walk, but I would incriminate myself by doing so. But there is a for sale sign on the property of the crack house across the street. Ooh. The the owner of the place actually got a realtor got a hold of him, got the papers going. Uh, it went on the market at nine o'clock this morning, and by ten thirty a.m. there was an accepted offer. Oh, so <clears throat> none of that matters if they can't get the guy out of the house. He's already out of the house. What? He left. So here's the thing: yesterday okay, afternoon, yesterday talk. evening, yesterday evening, I'm outside doing some gardening, get our gardens, getting our gardens ready, and making new edging. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, and he sneaks up Watch behind me. 
sneaks. He just walks up, but I got headphones in, right? So, and he has a pair of camo pants and they're kind of not in great shape. And he starts telling me an incoherent story about how he was involved in getting Pelicans banned in our area. I have no idea what he's talking about. And then the sentence goes off into something else about, yeah, I was part of that. I was part of that. The poor guy. He, he doesn't know what a fine, upstanding citizen he is. Well, he wants, I mean, he kind of thinks that way, but in his, he, I don't think he really, know, again, with his schizophrenia, he really don't know where he is anyway, right? So, and he says, yeah, I'm going to give you these pants. You'll like them. They're great. And I'm like, no, no, man, you keep your pants. I, I got my own pants. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> no, 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 take them. I just thought it was the meth. No, no, he's schizophrenic. He's not the meth man. The, no, the, meth, the, meth, the meth dealer and users oh, are gone. Talking about living there are two different people. The meth dealer and the, the meth dealer and users are that gone guy, because yeah, I was about. maybe he well, he's gone. Get him out. He's in jail. Time, last time you he, talked about it on the show, the cops went there, but but that was still all for the schizophrenic guy. But that's well, all still the schizophrenic guy. Wouldn't I mean, he's not he's not safe. The schizophrenic guy. I don't know. I don't know, but he's definitely not been on meth for a while. But this, this so now, you feel better. I mean, because like you get to live in a place where you can have pot delivered to your door legally and seeds you can grow you can do all these great things and i'm like oh that sucks i would like to do that and then i realize who your neighbor is and i feel a lot better about where i'm starting but i'm but i'm in a good neighborhood other than that yeah. one guy right? well and like well, in like, his neighborhood I'm they just... actually remove the guy you know if yeah. you live out here in western western pennsylvania <laughs> and, and there's there's a guy with a meth lab in his garage there it's just not really a priority because there's 600 other ones higher up on the list. So, but my thought is the place is unlocked and you can actually go in right now. And I would have loved to take you in and show you, but I'll give you a report of the house because I was talking to the contractor that's been hired to go in and take care of it. Right. Not because you've walked in there. No, I, I, I could have went in with the realtor, but I didn't. I can go in with the realtor tomorrow if I want to. I know him personally. So if I want to, I can go in, but right now I can't. Um, but there, the basement. It's it's a it's a thirty five by twenty five house. The whole basement is covered with about eighteen inches of garbage and clothes. The whole thing. Um, but the lady that owned this house was very particular, and she had a lot of money. And when she redid it, it was done nice. the The kitchen is floor to ceiling solid oak cabinets, all the way through. Um, the floor. The hardwood floor in the place, she was so picky when she was being done, um, they had to buy about 25% more flooring because she was telling them to take boards out because she didn't like the grain in the board. Like So they had to take the floor apart over and over again to fix it up. She was like, I mean, she had ridiculous amounts of money. The house, all of it, it was all birch trim and stuff. All the trim is unfortunately ruined, but the hardwood floor is still good. All the cabinetry in the kitchen is still good, but they took all the appliances out. The place has been stripped. There's no appliances. Um, like if, if they could have got away with stealing the copper wire and the pipes, they would have, but the pipes weren't copper anymore because they all burst last year and had to be replaced with packs. <laughs> oh, we had the conversation about everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the big thing is almost all the gyprock in the place has to be replaced because of the water damage to it. And they are, they also tore big strips out just to replace all the pipes. Right. So the whole place has to be re rocked, but the, the floor and the hardwood floor and the main floor is good. The master bedroom is 20 by 20 by 25. It's huge. Like the place is massive inside. Beautiful. beautiful. And so the guy is the guy that the bid that got accepted today is for 180,000. He figures he can fix it for about forty and sell it for three hundred and fifty to three hundred and eighty-five. Uh, 
we paid 135 for my house and a realtor that was over there today was looking at my house and he said we could get over three for ours right now. That's, yep. that's where our market went to. Sounds about right. Uh, if your market's anything like ours, it's been, yeah. I don't think I've seen a house in the neighborhood since I've moved here that's been on the market for longer than a few hours. Wow. We have the same thing here. It's always at ridiculous asking prices, and sometimes it goes even higher. Yeah, like, well, like our house, and Sean's seen my house. It's a poses champ. It's it's a small house. It's 2,000 square feet, maybe. Um, maybe 2,500, but we bought ours for one 130, you know, 11 years ago, and we're getting... You know, getting hit up whether or not or not by realtors saying, "Hey, by the way, your house is valued at like two eighty. Well, yeah, because their commissions are ridiculous now. They want to sell everything they can. Well, yeah, and it they'll call people. Back. I don't know who would pay two eighty for my house. <laughs> I don't know who in the right mind would, but apparently somebody would. Yeah. By the way, John, I got an offer on your house the other day. <laughs> you have 28 days to move out yeah by, by the way a six pack and a handy is not a legally binding offer i'm just letting you know that despite the fact that i was the one who told but, you that it i mean that that's that's valuable consideration that could be enforced <laughs> <laughs> the barter system it's still something <laughs> buy a house Double fisting and not with drinks. <laughs> anyway, John, double uh, fisting the dongs. Probably, you know, 20 bucks is 20 bucks, 10 each. I mean, if you sold your house to one of those ridiculous offers, then you still have to buy another that's house. That's the problem. House at a ridiculous all offer. the other houses are ridiculously inflated, too. So, yeah. so you're nowhere, you're nowhere ahead. You just you sit there consider, in your inflation-absorbing <clears throat> machine and, and write it out. You well, can't build. But you're not you going can't to build. find any right. construction parts anywhere ever for like the like, next year. A 4x4x10 four by four by is $28 now. The last time I went to buy one, it was like less than 8 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah my, like, uh, my woodworking hobby has, has been on hold. Well, <laughs> because of work and also because of... Uh, yeah, and also just because lumber stuff. Like I was was working on a project where I wanted a, a real nice sheet of hardwood, and I went to get a four by four sheet, and it's you know two hundred dollars for nice hardwood. You just like, nah, I'm I'm done. I just sit out. And I mean, and that sucks for you because, like I pointed out to you before, and I don't know if Jamie and Sean have heard this. I mean, you're the second best Jewish carpenter I've ever seen. So Harlan's going to polish his wood. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you make it sing, <laughs> you might not like what it sings, but it sings. <laughs> it makes this nice creaking noise when any load's put on it. So when you made the bed for your little one, did you have like full blueprints for that? Or did you make that all yourself? Just like uh, did you free ball it kind of thing? So it was plural. Um, I did one for each of them. You did, yeah, that's right. I remember that. Bulldozer, I did for my son. There were there were drawings. Like, there's a guy on Etsy that had built something very similar, and then he like made some drawings, like of you know, this is how I did this, and this is how I did that. 
And so I, I bought sure. those from him, but it didn't, there was a lot of adaptation that had to happen. Cause Sean, that bed is the size of my element. And it was, it was pretty intricate. Like you, would, you uh, would definitely need something. Like so I got the, bed with moving track. So the general inspiration on like the tracks and stuff I did came from what he had done. So I looked and I'm like, Oh, okay. I see with the MDF and, and one by fours and you could, but the, the actual implementation of it wasn't, wasn't really there. So it's not like when you go buy a, like a usual thing with, you know, the step-by-step, like an instructable or something, but it was, I mean, I didn't just like conceive of this idea and just go out and start cutting stuff and put it together. Like I, I used this guy's thing pretty heavily, did a lot of Pinterest scrolling to see other things people had done and kind of put it together that way. Kind of merge it all together. Uh, my daughter's, on the other hand, was that one was a lot more free formed. Uh, I mean, there were drawings, but they were drawings I made uh, based on stuff I had seen or. I took some inspiration from a, I, I was looking at beds and one that fit what she wanted. It looked really cheaply done and was like $3,000. There, there's no way. And they had done all this with particle boards. So I, I used all the, all the screen or all the pictures of it, you know, from different angles to, to guess at how they had fit the structure together. And I used that as a base and then kind of went from there. It was also a much more frustrating one to do because you know, we're not working off of someone else's stuff. I threw out a lot of wood. Um, yeah. Fortunately, back then, the price of lumber hadn't quadrupled, so it was all right. And I, I painted it, so I wasn't using nice wood. Uh, some of my Didn't later matter. projects I've been using nicer woods with, so, you know, wood that was expensive before, now when it's four times as expensive, is it's just kind of put a hold on my hobby. Not that I have a lot of time to be out in the garage anyway. Or a life. Hey, it's the hey I got power it's back. Chuck, I was telling these guys that uh, you need to stop with your neo-left renewable nonsense and go <laughs> set some coal on fire and get online. So what the hell happened? Did some asshole in Rhode Island turn on a space heater and microwave at the same time and shit your power grid? <laughs> My entire town got like we, we had like a hailstorm and all this stuff. So I get home and I'm like, and it's dark. So that's 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 where my things in, uh, and my computer is now apparently telling me it can't access my camera yet. I see my ugly mug. So it, no, you're it's good. Connecticut. It's like what ten miles square? Come on. Well, I drive literally the entire distance from top to bottom and back for work every day, and people are like, I can't believe you do that, and I'm like. Our state's the size of a postage stamp. My county and is bigger. Our, I'm like, I'm, our county's bigger than your state. I'm like a 15-minute drive? Really? Come on. Right? <laughs> it's an hour, but it's all cruise control. Like, these these kids, like, I work with some of these kids who've never left Connecticut like ever. 30, and they're like, you guys are packed in like sardines. These, some of these kids are like, I, want, I, I don't want more than a 20-minute commute to work. I'm like, well, then you're either living in Mystic and paying a $400,000 for a tiny postage stamp house or you're living in the ghetto again small oh, you guys uh, you I guys shit all over south carolina tonight we hadn't got there yet we were saving that for you yeah, yeah. Well, you know 
Oh, so it, before we get to that, I was going to point out that tomorrow night, um, I actually get to attend Scottish Rite in person. Oh, yeah. oh. The, they're doing well, the degrees on DVD still, but um, you, you get to you attend a northern supposed to be Scottish Rite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go yourselves. <laughs> Um, I actually have a chance of getting my grand sovereign on here, unlike you guys. Yeah, I well, you know, he uh, for, but for no, it seemed like he was on with it, and then all of a sudden he wasn't. No, they're doing the thirty sec the thirty first. They're doing the thirty first and the thirty second, and the thing is, like, it's only due to COVID that they have like the thirty second DVD, like, is mainly like, hey. Um, Watch this because we think you doing the 30 second degree sucks and you should pay attention, which will be great because I've actually haven't seen the first half of that degree since I got it because I'm always in the second half. <laughs> so, oh, you're always casting like, yeah, you're casting crew, aren't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm always on like actually most of the degrees on my passport outside of the couple I got due to the, the video showing for COVID like I was in the degree <laughs> so um yeah, like so that's and then uh i mean since i mean and you know well you've seen more than i have because i've seen our five obligatories and the 13th i think i have four more to go and i i mean i've read all of them for the Haas grade academy but i will i have seen or participated in all but four at this point yeah. so but, Sean, wasn't there a valley meeting tonight, or did no? Nope. Nope. So, did you talk about how good you 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 roasted his nuts the other night? I didn't. I but, yeah, I, brought it, I brought it up because I had I the Shrine Club. I promised him a tip of the hat because it was a blast. But to be fair, Sean came out not too bad off because Sean's one of those guys everybody likes. It's like McNeely. Everybody likes him. Everybody wants to make fun of him. But there's only so far you can go unless you know some really deep stories. And if you're one of the guys that knows the really deep stories, you don't share that with other people because, well, I know. You just trust me. I know. Your heart. You make up lies and conjecture, and then you send that out instead. The problem with me, like John's like me, like our face is made of clay. Like it's me. very expressive, so people know when we're bullshitting you. Yeah. All right, so we're going to take a big old Stanley steamer on South Carolina now, huh? Well, that's what we do here on the After Lodge podcast is we bash other podcasts in South Carolina. I mean, Hodap had a great post on his blog about this. And And, and to be um, fair, I shared it on our our, uh, Facebook page because it it was good. He chastised them like some 18th century – freaking headmaster at a prep school in England. It was glorious. And hmm. I guess we'll find out probably this weekend because the Grand Lodge of South Carolina teams try to pretend that the internet isn't a thing and you can't actually keep anything secret like our rituals circa 1725. Yeah. Um, and they keep trying to do things and this all pretty much stems because they don't want to recognize the Masonic body that has brothers with melanin in their skin. Because well, they're yeah. current, they virulent. <laughs> 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 
So. Uh, uh, have fun, Ireland. This podcast just got blocked forever. <laughs> hey, you know what? South Carolina, they, they're not allowed to let you look at podcasts or they're up for charges. So there's well, going to be some you kind of say if you let a Canadian on here, that'd be the end of it. Look what happened. Well, you know, there's going to be some kind of shit show probably this this coming Friday and Saturday. That yeah, that's we're going to find out if the craft down there is sick of their shit and just goes, no, you, 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 get the f- out. I'm f- this shit. We're done. <laughs> because. <clears throat> I, I have too much emotional intelligence to understand what the f- is going on here. And I am an idiot. Emotionally. Yeah. Emotionally. Yeah. Emotionally. I mean. And you're socially awkward. Is that, is that what you're. <laughs> no, no. We're we, we functionally retarded. So I, I wish I could read off all the there's so many weird twists and turns on this. I mean, Just find some of the great quotes by Hodap because the fact that he brings this all to light for the entire world to see, just I love like having that like shield of invincibility around me going. Hey, hey, hey. Well, and of course so, Sean's not saying anything, so he's just keeping his mouth shut. Uh, like, yeah, like, well, just, all right, just it's probably it, a good idea for him to do so. Yeah, it's like he's he's. There's a lot of dogs in that fight. Sean might want to just keep his magnificent little burrito hole. Yeah. So I know. I mean? I'm actually really good friends with my new grandmaster, and he's. Uh, I can't wait to like actually ask him what the is going on down there. Can we like yeah, declare them like irregular, clandestine, or just tell him to like go drink bleach and die? I mean, they 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 kick out the past grandmaster, who is the. <laughs> SGIG for the Scottish Rite in South Carolina, and the Deputy Grand Commander of of the Mother Jurisdiction of the World for Scottish Rite. Um, and then we've got problems with they're almost lodged in their state. Well, I mean, yeah, it's so like a whole lodge filed charges against the Grand Master, from my understanding. Jurisprudence community realized that. So, okay, let's see this. It's the jurisprudence community job to look over the actions of the sitting grandmaster taken during his term of office to determine if it was correct in his decisions and activities, which, as a JP guy, can confirm, or if he violated any of the rules of their constitution. Again, can confirm. Typically, the grandmaster provides a lengthy report that outlines all of his activities since taking office in the written form of a formal address or oration. Um, and it's written with pencil because they can't even use typewriters in South Carolina because technology scares the shit out of them. And then various communities weigh in on the Grandmaster's actions, report whether or not he violated any of their constitution uh, because of COVID shutdowns, etc., etc. Sorry, I'm just going over Hodap's report here. Um, uh, Grandmaster Disher presented his whopping 62-page official address to the Jurisprudence Committee last week for review. Now, sidebar, like all of our grandmasters in Minnesota, with the exception of like two, I've loved. Great guys, astute. Our, our, our 
outgoing, incoming, both great guys. And I'm, I've met them from other jurisdiction, great guys. If you ever give your jurisprudence committee a 42-page 42, 42 report, I want you to wrap it around a baseball bat and beat yourself to death with your own 42-page report. As a person who is a professional bullshit artist by education and trade, that's a lot of bullshit. That's a, I mean, okay, but so, okay, on Thursday in a six to three decision, six past grandmasters of the jurisprudence committee, which I kind of like having a bunch, that's a big committee, ruled that the trial of the past grandmaster, Mike Smith, had been unfair and rejected the portion of this <coughs> address dealing with Smith's guilty verdict and expulsion. In an anonymous, anonymous email, account of the vote sent to me, Chris Hodap, uh, was attempt to support and justify the Grandmaster's decisions. By failing to agree with his decision and actions, those six members of the committee are themselves now guilty of a Masonic offense and may themselves face charges because technically, yes, because they have besmirched the Grand Commander, the ruling and technically, yes, Properly, no. Uh, then it, then that's it, some North Korea level bullshit. <laughs> oh, that you're dead on. I mean, so and then it was uh, a second repudiation of uh, Grandmaster Disher on Friday. The Appeals and Grievances Committee reportedly ruled that an initial forty-two decision that misconduct had taken place during the trial of past Grandmaster Smith, and the verdict should be nullified, and that Smith should be reinstated. According to multiple sources, Disher angrily retorted that if Smith was reinstated by this decision, the Grand Lodge would be, quote, unquote, liable for a lawsuit. Which now by saying that, they now are. Problem, most worshipful brother. You f***ed up and you should be liable for a lawsuit because your ego ran ahead of you. That's you, yeah. You should be liable for a lawsuit because you didn't follow proper jurisdictional jurisprudence and Masonic precedent. You broke your you you broke you broke your bylaws, your rules and regs, and guess what? Because you said that, if you don't vote my way, we're now open to a lawsuit. You are now. Let's ask the lawyer Harlan. Are you now open to a lawsuit? Yeah. Harlan, or do, do you have any lawyer commentary on this? Yeah, we we have a. Proper jurisprudence uh, on the podcast. I'm I'm not licensed to give legal advice to the state. Of <laughs> you were such a. <laughs> I I dub the attorney. Go for original work. That's the difference between engineers and lawyers. Well, and I, I admittedly, as I'm going on the train, I'm terrified because the, the the body that I'm the jurisprudence chair of my boss is right here. <laughs> Sorry, Sean, uh, but to anybody in Minnesota, this is not really surprising. Right. So, yeah, no one in my jurisdiction is shocked by anything I say. Yeah, same. I'm, kind of, I'm in the same boat, um, which is why nobody likes me, except you guys, because you don't know any better. No, so, the fourth likes me. Well, he likes me too. So, I mean, take that for what it's worth, buddy. Uh, that says more about him than us. <laughs> but the fact, oh, so Disher. Grandmaster Disher demanded the committee revote. 
So he demanded that the Appeals and Grievances Committee re-vote on the issue at hand. The result of that second vote was to uphold Disher's actions and the results of the trial. So you go from four to two to a majority. So you basically have to go from four to two to two to four. So anyway, the result of that second vote was to uphold Disher's actions and results of the trial. And because of the furor caused by the state, in the state by the initial uh, online reporting of Smith's trial and expulsion, the results of the committee's vote was not to be leaked ahead of time until it is presented on the floor of the annual meeting. Well, good job, gentlemen. That didn't work. Imagine that. It got leaked. Yeah, it did because... Hey, Arkansas can now look up, can finally hold their chin up high that they're not South Carolina. I love bombing on Arkansas because of the whole Blue Lodge versus Shrine debate thing. But yeah, you're dead on. I mean, our, uh, Sean and I, we have a buddy, Rick. We might owe him an apology from being from there. No, we don't. We don't. Is it finally time to change Mississippi? So now it's at least there's South Carolina. Well, apparently, the motto of, of our state for a long time was Mississippi is still Mississippi. the worst. I was going to say, no, you, nope, I, I don't know, you said some pretty bad I'm stuff sorry. about Mississippi. I can't go back on that now. No, I, I I, will, and God save me, I might actually ride to Mississippi's defense on this. My money's on South Carolina. The fact that Tennessee came in favor of Prince Hall recognition versus the rest of these stupid states says all you need to know about how dumb like backwards and dumb conversation yeah. is and to be fair i don't have anything but a string of profanity you would just get bleeped out when this is posted sometime before my children go to college <laughs> to express the level of pants on head of South Carolina. It is literally now I did see anecdotally that their grandmaster did not attend the conference of grandmasters. Which was held virtually, which they can't do in South Carolina. Because this happened like the week after this was but he didn't do it because he wasn't gonna do it. He didn't do it because he got caught toaster <laughs> yeah i mean you're not wrong was it plugged in listen we don't there, think there, there's a term for this in motorcycling world it's riding a scooter sorry brother I, i'm i'm pulling the biker lingo out forgive me uh, this one's even might be over the line for me riding a scooter is like screwing a fat chick it's fun until your friends catch you. The was riding a scooter and the guy caught. His friends caught him doing it. Pegged by the fat chick. <laughs> yeah, she had the strap on on and he it, it's a <laughs> Wow! That's beyond my, my scope. I'm proud of you two. <laughs> <laughs> 
Especially the Canadian. I expect that out of Chuck. The Canucks just, I, you know. I... <sighs> I'm sorry what? I have to be yes. so rude. Listen, the, there you go. That's, that's typical. And, and dear listeners, the reason I bring this up is because, and this is something that I, I've, I've had conversations with people who yell at me about my attitude and my demeanor on this show. After I told them to go themselves, is that the reason I bring this stuff up is that to people who are not Masons and or young Masons who don't understand how this whole jurisdictional thing works, is that I am so sick of answering questions about jurisdictions where it's in the news that they're are acting like absolute f- idiots. Because mm-hmm. I'm in New England and I have guys who literally are thinking about petition like, so what the hell is going on? Like, what, what's going And you try to like tap dance around it. And here's the thing we want to get younger, we want more guys in. Mm-hmm. There are guys who will see this and go, I don't need this kind of bullshit. And, they and they'll never want to be connected. It's not happening yeah. in your state. They don't nope. get it. They don't because we're still a worldwide that. organization. They still we're still a worldwide organization. So they don't they don't separate it. Yeah, they think we're they think we're one all giant encompassing thing. Mm-hmm. Well, they think we function like the Catholic Church, where if you do one thing in one church, it's the same as doing yes in another church. And I don't get a little voice. Universal Freemasonry is that nothing is universal. And. I get asked these, you know, these, they, they pop up on Facebook, Reddit, guys in person, like, what's this? And they don't get it. So when these go out there and act like absolute knuckle dragon, mouth breathing, it comes up to the rest of us to have to explain that, yeah, they're morons. And they probably, like, if breathing wasn't involuntary, they'd probably die. But they have no bearing on us. So, well, in some ways, we are like the church because, you know, we have to explain the actions of our idiot connected people. Well, that's true. You're dead. Little, little, little altar boy. Except you know what I mean? Like, when you're going to. worse than being a church because we don't, well, have, this no, we don't have a giant worldwide head. Like, we don't have a pope. No. Yeah. I got a grandmaster for my state. Yeah, but nobody He's unless the boss. Uh, but people don't know that they don't they no, don't take the time to know it. that. So and their ignorance makes us paint us all with that brush. And if you want to have a fun time and really hate yourself, go to Google or Yahoo and just go to just Google Freemasonry. This crap in South Carolina is coming up. It's the, is it near first the top post. now. Oh really? You've got Google crawlers. You can. So you, you got guys. So you got guys who will Google Freemasonry and they they sit and they're like, I, I don't want that. Mm. Like, it's a real and, thing. That's been a thing for a long time. And, I. And these old guys that. think that like, again, like it's 2021. Mm-hmm. The internet exists. Yeah. You're not putting that genie back in the bottle. Back in 2007, the internet existed, and I second-guessed joining 
quite a bit because of that sort of thing that floats to the yeah. top when you Google Freemasonry. And I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about the conspiracy theory theory stuff. No, that stuff's what made me do it anyway. I'm talking about the stuff you're talking about. Yeah, it's the mystery. Yeah, it's it's it's, and and that's mainly why I'm ranting about this. Is and and by the way, like if this was like a jurisdiction I might have actually liked, I do the same thing. Mm. Um, it has to do with their. It doesn't have to do with where they are. It has to do with what they do. Yeah, it's it's they're making my life difficult. Yeah, well, it's the and, same group of guys that scream, "Why, why can't we? Why doesn't masonry grow? Why can't we get new people?" Because you do these things, they're not hidden anymore. They're not, and then the world sees it. And as Sean and I have had a lot of conversations. Why do you want another headache? Well, we don't own, we don't own philosophy. It is. Like, you know, as, as I have routinely, routinely said, when people go like, oh, you got Masonic secrets, and like, look, if you can't keep a stupid handshake, some signs, and a, a passwords, and an obligation secret, then I can't trust you with, like, the real stuff going wrong in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, and and like like, to, like you say, those things aren't secret anyway. If anybody wants to go read them, they can. What what? Yes, exactly. And that's not the whole point of the thing. It's it's not. It's, it's like the point of our secrets is that, like I, if if I can't trust you with keeping something that's inane private, then I can't treat you trust you with the real stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand and and i'm an asshole i am an asshole can't confirm a complete raging dickhead and i cannot fathom what these idiots are doing and why they're doing it because again maybe my state because all the guys in my state are cool and chill and like every grand whatever i've interacted with whether in pennsylvania connecticut or massachusetts new york or absolutely chill and cool and then you see this stuff and I'm like are you that much of a loser in your actual life that you have nothing but this fraternity and you want to ruin it for everyone else I don't get it Sean your face says you want to talk no no his face says he knows something he's on on mute and he doesn't doesn't know it That's, that's the other part no, it was. I, I, mean, I am. I don't get. Loser. I don't get why these guys want to hurt his honor rate. I talk I mean, at will. He talks when he has something intelligent to say. I mean, I'm I divorced. Like as I've said, like I've talked to guys in my state. Like if it was not for like this return was all I've had the past two years. Like, and and really, it's it, it, it it's my entire support structure. Like I have nothing else outside of my job and my kids like i don't get it and maybe that's because i'm I'm too black and white or whatever but like i just don't get it well your camera is black and white so i was about to show my laptop's cheap i was gonna say the whole thing you're complaining about is a black and white issue but that's kind of raw (laughs) 
Calling you. It's it's it's, it's serious. I I know it's a serious thing, and and, and yeah, you try no, to make light. No, but... I know it is, and that's why I'm I'm being yeah. Oh yeah, that's it. For a second, but because well, yeah. I, I'm looking at again. I'm looking at Hodab's blog because it's hit and miss. Whatever you want to say about it. It seems like I I think their annual session is like tomorrow and Friday. Yeah. Which, again, if you're going to have an annual session, you're holding it during the week. You're precluding people who work for a living. That sucks. We just Sean. fixed that here. We just fixed that here. It, didn't, it wasn't long ago. We were su- we were Sunday Monday. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, whatever. So, uh, for the article, uh, there's an unfortunate aura of the Kane mutiny trial uh, seen in much of this, which is true. <coughs> and that's the material that is supposed to be making the case for the Grandmaster. The annual session will take place coming Thursday and Friday. The Grandmaster will be, has placed limits on how many may attend. To be fair, we did that for COVID. We had a good reason. And again, it's due to COVID restrictions. And we voted fact, virtually. Oh, you can't. can do it virtually, but again, it's South Carolina. Things that plug in scare them. Um, you know, they like their no, battery power. <laughs> I'm just let them go. <laughs> Next in line for election is the new grandmaster, is the current deputy grandmaster, Obi Smith. But there are rumors that one or more other candidates for grandmaster may be nominated from the floor. And the assembled members of the Grand Lodge of South Carolina must also vote to affirm or deny the jurisprudence and appeals and agreements committee reports. If the results of those votes reverse the actions of the gra- of Grandmaster, it's entirely possible that may be reinstated by their action. Of course, the next question on the minds of many of South Carolina Masons is, will the next elected Grandmaster, whomever it might be, allow the waters to calm and the craft uh in their state to heal or will he follow in the footsteps of his predecessor and keep pursuing the example of more suspensions, expulsions and trigger yanking in an attempt to enforce the authority and dignity of the office by wrecking the Masonic careers of brethren who have devoted so much to the fraternity and so long. Because I said so is a lousy motivator for a volunteer organization that depends on the work and goodwill of its devoted members. To the brethren of South Carolina, the guy that whoever's going to sit in that chair next, if he follows the because he doesn't have any good ideas, you need to eat him and assume his power. And as was posted on Reddit, is that every lodge gets three votes. Hmm. In Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. I mean, same here, too. But and but past mass, I, I, I don't know if past district deputies who served their full term got votes or committee members or things or past grandmasters, but they've said that all the lodges got vote. I mean, I, you know, I, I can say that if you had a lot, if you had a jurisdiction where the lodges themselves have the power, and they get mad enough, 
they will flush the Grand Lodge in an, the line in an, in an, in ten seconds if they get pissed off enough. Well, hopefully, something like this makes them pissed off enough. I hope so. Because how could they just flush their Grand Line though? But there's a there's that uh, easy you because vote. they vote on the chairs. So here's okay. the thing. This is the funny thing. At least so in my jurisdiction and most of the ones around me. Here's the funny fact. So the Grand Master can be nominated from the floor. And as long as he's a Master Mason, can be elected to be a Grand Master. He does not have to be a deputy past grand past a deputy Grand Master. He is there there is the possibility that a grand head of a lot of jurisdictions has never been a grand anything. Yeah, well, in our jurisdiction, you have to be a past master. Oh, no, in my jurisdiction, you only have to be a master mason. Oh. So you don't here, even have to be a past master. You can, you're not a member of Grand Lodge unless you're a past master. So. so members of Grand Lodge are the wardens, the master. Pastorship, past masters are not members of the Grand Lodge here. Uh, that's how so we, really the only qualification to be Grand Master here, Harlan, is that you're a past master? Technically, yes, but that's like that's like in Lodge, the only qualification to be the secretary is to be a master mason, but yeah. it's I a mean, hard sell to get a non We have we have requirements. You like, guys must have a long line of succession of people waiting to go through, right? Well, I mean, to be yeah. to be a a worshipful master in my jurisdiction, you have to have been either a junior or senior warden unless the grand master says it's okay or yep. a past master. But to be the grand master, you just have to be a master mason. Sure, what's yeah. our, our jurisdictions on that? Because I know you have to be a past master of a lodge to be eligible for an elected for an elected uh, position for grand, for grand lodge. Uh, yeah, for grand grand lodge, you have to be a past master. But to be a master of a lodge, you just have to be elected by the majority. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we've got the past master thing on any any grand lodge office or committee. So to vote at grand lodge or to hold an office to be appointed to be elected anything to do with grand lodge it's just you have to be a past master nope here you, you can be a, simply be a master mason never been a worshipful master and be appointed you can be appointed the grand line and I we mean, all have one collective vote so if there's ever a tie which i've never seen but if there ever was then it would be the collective past masters in attendance who get to vote and break the tie yeah, no. Past masters don't have a vote at my, in, at my grand, at, at grand, at grand, at Grand York, right? You, you know, I'm a. That's a national thing, though. Like in York, right? If you're with all three of the bodies, if you're past, whatever, you're expected to be able to have a vote. On. Yeah, I, 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 so I correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm as jurisprudence chair, so you can still kiss my ass. Speaking of cosplay yeah. circus conventions, did, is that over yet, John? Is that no, that's oh god. Oh, so, so the plus okay. is, John. After what happened yesterday, they're probably going to plead out, so that probably won't be that much of a shit show. Maybe. Yeah, that's the thing. So, uh, so, and Sean's being quiet. So I'll see how I can. Who comes here? That should be James McNeely, actually, if memory serves me correctly. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Thanks for here. listening. Hey, total blackness. Are you coming here to We're off the glasses. I know that's James. That is. Yep. That's the fourth. Right, fast Grand Commander. Hi, has been. Sorry I didn't make it. You wanted to like meet before noon. Uh, he's not there. He's, he's, no, he's, he's there. I know Dale well. His connection is low. Or his all. mic is off. No, I know James well enough. He's hiding. Yeah, no. Is he, no, is he, no, is he, he Did he so, try to ninja his way in and not make it? Can, so the, can the you guys hear me? Answer yes. the question. Okay. Grand Encampment is going to meet here in Minneapolis on around August 15th. I don't remember the exact dates off the top of my head. 13th now, through the 18th. Yeah, thanks, James. Glad to see you made it. Um, God, I got two of my Masonic mentors on this conversation, and one of which is my boss and like three bodies. This sucks. Uh, uh, well, fuck them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, he said James Chicago hot dogs. He's a good guy. No, it wasn't that Sean. No, I guarantee you. Sean's from your neck of the weeds, Chuck. You just sent him like coal and like bad Steelers tickets. It's true. There's no such things. By no, the way, a bad Steelers tickets? Every Steelers ticket is a bad Steelers ticket. That. No, Steelers tickets would be awesome. Every Steelers ticket's a bad Steelers ticket. Why would you bother? Yeah, well, it's like every Vikings ticket's a bad ticket. Why would you go? Because um, the Steelers kick your ass. Well, I mean, just ask Fran. <laughs> Lengthen your field and take away a down, then come see me. Well, okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> Lengthen you your take field your, and take away a football down. and show it up your your freaking maple ass. First off, Jamie's Wait, just does my Canada have pro and, sports? Yes, yes, we do. Really? Yeah, but the United yeah. States owns the Stanley Cup, so that's okay. Oh, f- no, you. legally it doesn't. <laughs> no. Hey, where did Gretzky go after you left? Oh, no, he came down to LA. Yeah. And, and a double f- you to you. <laughs> and, and, and who was the last team that won the Stanley Cup? I believe it was the French. Oh, f- the French. <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry. I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan, so what can I say there? But Montreal Canadian Montreal is is you know mostly English, more than fifty percent anyway. So that's mostly. So are Canadian fans like Vikings fans? In what well, sense? They're only there when they're winning. No, we're fanatics. No, the Montreal fans are we're there fanatics. all the time. Yeah. Oh, so they're like the Manchester time. fans. Yeah, no, they've the the the, the Canucks <laughs> don't mess around. They're, they're in for the win. I mean, yeah, like no matter how bad they do, they're the still rant, fans. We jump teams. There's no bandwagon jumping. If you're a Montreal fan, you're there for the bad as long with as long as the no good because the no good happens too because there's really no good left. It's just all bad. As a Pirates fan, I I understand completely how that works. I'm a Raiders fan for NFL football, so I really know it there, too. You no, look like a Raiders they... fan. What, Bruce? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> 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 wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, no. So, Harlan and God, this, we totally derailed because Harlan had brought up a point, and now I don't even remember the bloody point. <laughs> Bourbon's kicking. No, it has not. I, listen, August I, I is still on. 
Harlan. It was August. So I thought it was sooner than that. Oh, yeah, Granny Cameron. Sorry, that worked. Oh, um, not the first in August, but the, the, the month August. Okay. No, it's, it's, August it's, is still on. Yeah, it's, it's in August. That was like ominous. I, I, I looked up. What? No, yeah, so it's in August. It's uh, it's still on. They haven't moved it. Um, oh, James dropped off. James just got his second volley of injections, so he's probably not feeling great. Um, no, he, he was uh, at our at our uh, commander meeting last night. He was we were actually shocked he was on. He was not feeling so hot. So, ah. Oof. but yeah. So, Grand Cayman still still in Minneapolis, still at the scheduled time. Now that this has passed, well, I, I can't say it's passed. So now that a decision has been made, we still have to wait for sentencing eight weeks. And that may spur the other <laughs> individuals on trial into pleading out. And uh, I think off. after this, the verdict yesterday, that um, outside of that rookie who. Um, the rookie's got a solid defense. I mean, listen, I, I. He was fresh out of the academy, he like a week, I think. And he literally said, um, should we stop on camera? Less than two days. So he, out of all of them, he's probably got the best chance of. All right, you drew the you drew the short straw, got. F- hmm. But the other two were. They're gonna try all three of them at the same time. The problem is one was like literally a day or two. On the road, on, on on his FTO, the other guy. Was he allowed was, to have a gun at that point? Yeah, no, yeah. Well, dude, if you're going out in Minneapolis in uniform without a gun, you're dumb. And I say that as a guy who had to patrol a tribal reservation, looking like this, for a week before the chief would let me carry a gun, while I was in full uniform driving a squad car. I'm saying policy, like are, are, are rooks that green even allowed to have a gun? Well, they go through the academy. They go through yeah, they, I, they go through what we require in Minnesota. So Minnesota, you have to have a two-year degree or five years experience. <clears throat> you still have to go through the skills academy, which we have to pay for out of pocket ourselves. And then in addition, there's a handful of cities around the state that have their own police academies. St. Paul, Minneapolis. Uh, I think Rochester might have one. I think Duluth might have one. That's stretching it, but for certainly those two cities and a couple of the sheriff's departments. So I went through additional training, and then he went on the street. When you go on the street, you are, I mean, you're 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 a fully equipped, licensed law enforcement officer to conduct said activity. And to now, be fair, Chuck, you're in the United States. Here comes the Canadian knife. Most of us can carry a gun anyway. I, so <laughs> so I, I actually, we have a constitutional right to do that. It's just our government chooses to ignore it. On so a, I have a lot of friends who are, my are, are right there. And, uh, I'll tell you that uh, a lot of my friends who are cops around here who were, um, said point blank that like if there was a, a, a kid that green, 
if he's even allowed to carry guns, they're like, if you pull that thing out, I will whip your ass after I'm done shooting. That's true, but they're allowed to carry it. But nobody at that scene, as far as I know, skinned their smoke wagon and pulled it out. Yeah. But you have you have a guy that's fresh out of the academy, like squeaky fresh. The other there was another cat, one of the other uh, officers. So there's three of them. The two guys on George Floyd are the two like most rook guys. You have the guy that was like on the street for like a day or two. You have another guy that was on the street for. And I, I'm probably getting this wrong, so forgive me, but I think he was only on the street for he might have gotten off his FTO, which means he was, he was finally able to kind of go on his own. Um, and then the guy who you see on camera telling everybody stand back. That guy's that guy's uh, he, he had like five years on, I think. Um no, that that being said, the 20-year veterans the guy kneeling on the poor guy's neck. With 18 com- prior complaints. Well, he's got 18 prior 18. complaints. Wow. But there's other circumstances at play where they, as far from what I can understand, because two things, I've been out of law enforcement for three years, and two, I've never wanted to be involved in Minneapolis PD in any way, shape, or form, ever. Um, they put him in the car, they had to pull him out, uh, they got him proned out, and then they started kneeling. Now, I, I, again, I was never taught to kneel on anybody's neck, ever. Um, I was taught to kneel on people's necks if I went to um, hurt them so they leave me alone. Well, okay, yeah. So from a from a federal from a federal standpoint, you kneel on their neck if you are trying to kill them, permanently stop the potential threat. Um, <laughs> but. So the problem is these guys are these guys are probably going to be in communication with the attorney general right now trying to do uh, deals mm-hmm. because there was a conviction on the initial trial, the initial charge, all those things. Now, is there going to be appeal on that? Yes. Again, thank you, California, for electing really, really dumb people to your elected office who decided to visit my state because I'm freaking South Carolina, I don't like. You guys, I want to sell you back to the Spanish. That's it. That said, um, there's going to be an appeal. It's going to happen. So we have to deal with now the backlash of sentencing, the backlash of the potential appeal, the backlash of the ensuing second trial, arguably, um, unless they they make a plea deal, which I would imagine they will. But again, that second trial is set to occur. Uh, jury selection is set to start the week after uh, Grand Encampment, if my timelines are set right in my head. Close proximity, a bit sketchy, but... With the initial trial passing, Grand Canyon might actually have some breathing room. Now, again, there was a report sent up the chain to them to say, you might want to think about moving it. Um, and Grand Canyon can do whatever they see right. Bless them. 
But at the same time, we're having a bunch of guys in uniform in Minneapolis at a time of questionable social action. And some of those guys may not take well to it. And those are the kind of guys that, that like, at any other Grand Commander session, I'd be outside smoking with because you just like, hey, we got a 10-minute break. Great. You walk outside, you're wearing your Class A's or you're wearing your cap and mantle, and you burn a smoke. That's not the time and place to be doing it because it's within three blocks of the courthouse, which is going to be already locked down again for that second trial, provided they don't plea out. And that's the August thing. Yeah, that's the August thing. That's true. Uh, yeah. in, in, unless yeah. it, unless those guys plead out before that, I I would I would not um, want to attend that function in uniform. Here's the problem that's killing me, me as a person, and and so I, as far as I know, Sean is going to be attending. At one point or another, he'll be a past grand commander at that point. Sean's also kind of a big deal. Um, thankfully, he puts up with me being a complete jackass because I'm I'm his fun friend who gets him in trouble. That, like, I want to attend, but at the same time, like, the me as a risk mitigation guy and my wife at the time, my, my wife saying I can't go. There's this whole problem. I, I They're going to attend in uniform because it's commandery function. You have to go in uniform. Now, what's been said is the guys aren't going to step outside of the hotel in uniform. They're going to be told not to. Bullshit. That's, again, see, you're on my brainwave. They're not going to do it. That's the problem. That's the that's fine. Is what Grand it, It's not going to be intentional. They're just going to, like, guys are going to have a brain fart and just do it. Like, yeah. Like it's it's not it doesn't have to be malicious or intentional. They're just gonna be like that's the thing is like I'm not pointing fingers, like I'm looking at it from my standpoint. Is if I'm on a long meeting that's marginally arduous, if they say, Hey, we're gonna take a 15-minute break, you're gonna see nothing but my ass and elbows going to the door do, to, do, do, do. to either well run out the room to either grab a beer. Or go outside and burn one with the with the like twelve dozen other guys from all these other states. They're going to want to do the same. And the nicotine habit, they're not going to be able to stop themselves from wanting a smoke. So they're going to go, and they're not going to change everything they have on just to go out and have a smoke. The time is well, probably not going to commit that. Permit well, that, right? I mean, just you're, take you're, the hat you're not, and the coat. I mean, I, 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 yeah, you're, you're, you're not, not commandery, but I'll point out that like you'll be like, you just don't smoke. Yeah, wearing the class A in a convention room with all the bodies, like eventually you just want to get out and get some fresh air because oh, yeah. like, I mean, crammed in. You're, you're crammed in. It's hot. The, the uniform that's hot. The chapeau, the the you know the Captain Crunch uniform is not conducive to breathing, and you go outside. You you don't even want to smoke it. You, you just go outside to like get some fresh air and just be like, <sighs> oh my god! And there's like, really simple mitigations though. You can put someone at the door saying, "Give me your hat and coat." 
Right? Yeah. Yeah. Then you got a bunch of guys wearing oh, white, wait, wait, white shirts on, and black ties, on. unless they think we're all Mormons. Sure. Well, wouldn't you rather be thought to be Mormons than than the other alternative, though? Well, we the at, at best we'll get confused for Salvation Army because there's a Salvation Army Depot like three blocks oh, okay. from yeah. or Jehovah's Jehovah's Witnesses, one or the other. Yeah, but Sean, listen, you and I both know, and we've had multiple discussions of this vein. If you put somebody like me outside the door and say, "Give me your hat and coats," you can got sudden smoke. There's a significant percentage of past Grand Commanders, Texas Grand Commanders, and other members that are going to be in attendance there that frankly have a scorching case of hubris and will look at somebody like me and say, who the hell are you? I'm not giving you anything. I'm going outside to smoke. And they will waltz out there, balls first, brain left in their trunk, to go outside in full uniform. It's going to happen. I can tell you which states it is, arguably. But South Carolina? A, oh. well, I don't want to pass judgment on... I'll pass judgment on their Blue Lodge. I won't pass Lodge on their commandery, but you're probably not Texas. wrong. Texas. Um, yeah, West Virginia. Um, Louisiana. All right. Chuck just calls them all out. There's no reason not to. To be fair, Chuck's not may may not be wrong. So, Sean, I like being proved wrong. Actually, no, I I wish you would be me wrong, but you're not going to be. Sean, you know damn well. And admittedly, as the most loudmouth guy in Minnesota, these guys are going to come here. They're going to go outside. They're going to smoke. They're going to smoke in uniform. Admittedly, some of them are going to forget. Some of them, like our our our, our beloved brother George from South, uh, South Dakota, will take everything off. He'll go out and smoke. That means he'll be spending as much time smoking and changing as he ever does in the meeting because oh boy, my buddy George can smoke like a chimney. But there's going to be guys that just waltz out there like like they are the like they're the uh, a ranger detachment. They're going to walk out there. Chest out, heads high. Yeah. I mean, I I get being proud of the uniform you wear because I was (laughs) saddled by that by quite a while in commandery. But you're going to end up getting other people hurt. That said, now... Yeah, especially with the proximity to where the trial and stuff, right? If it was just yeah, somewhere else in the city. That's true. Now, what happened yesterday should alleviate, hopefully alleviate what's going to be occurring at the same time. But at the same time, you're still in a city that's, well, and thankful, and thanks to what happened in a first-ring neighboring suburb about three weeks ago, two weeks ago, this is a, this is an ongoing thing we have to face up here. Yeah. Um, right, wrong, or indifferent. So, if there's anybody visiting my beloved state who is insane enough, enough to listen to this podcast for now uh, our hour and 45 of recording, and you're going to come up here for triennial, or you're going to come up here for uh, general grand council session, be wise, be smart. Take your stuff off. 
gray man it blend in. There's nothing spicy about Minnesota, so you're going to be able to blend in no matter what, provided you're not wearing, uh, I don't know, a cap and mantle or a cap and crunch uniform outside. But really, would the Captain Crunch uniform really set anybody off? Like, would there be anything in that that would be obviously? Here's the thing: you I'm don't a, know right now. That's the thing. Is yeah, I, I don't. Would, I, I, I'm a. I'm. My family. So most is, most people in, in around me uh, attribute the Captain Crunch to the Knights of Columbus. And up okay. up here, we don't have a K, uh, as big of a KC footing because we didn't give them the ritual and roll over. So we gave it. Didn't give it. Stolen. It was stolen. Whatever, potato, potato. But up here, you might be considered a Navy guy, a military veteran, or active military, because people who aren't in don't know how to. Yeah, I mean, if they see shoulder boards on your thing and and, and, a, and a weird hat, most people be like, dressed uniform for military of some sort, right? They'd be like, all right, that's some weird. Are you military dressing uniform yeah. for the navy with army accoutrements on? We we but, have weird uniform customs though. Like every, every four years when we do our inauguration, we're reminded that there's actually a unit of the United States military that still wears the three pointed hat and the the big blue coat and yeah. all of that jazz. But, but again, yeah. like there's a, a but the cap and mantle. I mean, I mean that's a rough one. I mean, as a as a as a uh, a student of Templar history, I appreciate it because it's well, and currently it's it's humble. It's just a white cape and red hat. That's my purple hat if you're high enough, but whatever. But at the same time, you're also wearing essentially a glorified white sheet with a big pointy hood on it because that all, all the mantles, all the proper mantles have the tapered yeah. hood on it. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's I mean, that's why. Look, when I when I have a costume, a Templar costume, I wear to go to the Renaissance fairs. Shocking, listeners! I'm a nerd. Um, I, my 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 cape has a hood on it, and it's a a pointed monk's hood. And guess what? I don't put that up. I don't care how hot it is. And I don't wear my costume. It, like There's people who, who will go in their cars and drive to the fairs in their costumes. I'm not doing that because I'm not getting pulled over wearing a white tunic with a red cross and a freaking white cape with a pointy hood. We had that problem uh, a handful of years ago. Uh, because, quite frankly, like many things, racists f*** it up. Like, no, I'm not in the clan. I'm just a nerd. Yeah. Me pulled over like that. I'm just a nerd. I want to go <laughs> drink me and look at overweight women with their f***ing corsets. Like, come I'm on. Here. Their boobies falling out. The 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 uh, I did a uh, an appearance on another podcast a couple of, uh, weeks ago. Uh, uh, God, I sh- I shared it on the F Lodge Facebook podcast page, but it was uh, talk gnosis. There we go, and we were mm-hmm. talking about that exactly about that of you know Masonic Templary 
nomenclature, all the equipment, and then how white nationalist groups have kind of co-opted the Templar imagery or the symbolism or the, or, or the idea of it and the fact that we have to be very cognizant of that fact. We have to be extra alert that we as Masons might say only an idiot would believe that. Well, here's the problem, boys. There's a lot of morons around, and they multiply like rabbits. See <laughs> yeah. so South Carolina. If you don't, yeah, I mean South Carolina. I, I, the 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 what should arguably be about the 67th state but it was like one of the first 13 because well you know standards whatever. Um, we have to consider. We have to think a little more beyond what we think uh, from our day-to-day perspective of, well, I don't think this is a problem. I get it. I and I understand you don't think it's a problem. I, I support you in that. But if you're in the public space, you need to think about how other people might look at that. Perception. That's a threat mitigation thing mm-hmm. of you might not think it's a problem, but other people might think it's a problem. And I understand if you don't, if you're of a mindset mindset of, well, they have a problem with it, screw them. That's fine. I get it. I totally understand that. But that person might be reactionary and they might see you and they might want to shoot at you. So without thinking about it. To, to go back to nerd culture here is that the... Speaking last of Trump just popped up, that's great time. Last time I was at the fair, the Aren Fair, a guy showed was walking in with a shirt that he look like he bought on Amazon, had a bunch of nice Templar and Crusader stuff on there, and 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 a guy there confronted him about it because it was apparently a Stormfront shirt, uh-huh. and he had no clue what the guy was talking about. I now know this because. I was there when he was confronted. He's like, no, it's just a, it's just a Crusader shirt. Like, it's the Renfrew Sounds Fair. I thought it'd be cool. And most people were overlooking it. But there was a couple people, like, giving him shit. And he was like, hey, my, my kids are here. Like, what are, you, what are you talking about, about me being a Nazi? Like, wow. He's like, Especially because he, 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 I remember him yelling, like, I'm f-ing Jewish. Obviously, I'm not a Nazi. And because he, he just, like, probably went on Amazon, like, Crusader shirt or not Templar shirt or whatever for a rent fair. And, but yeah, like, when you, like, I remember looking at my phone, like, yeah, that's a, that's a Stormfront shirt. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and I'm like, I remember when guy giving him shit. I'm like, and he was bitching about. It. I'm like, well, you know, maybe we should, you know, hold the general public to a better standard than you know those assholes who stole and co-opted everything that you know, you know, if, if some guy comes with a Nordic tattoo or something, or a Nordic shirt on, or a Templar shirt or a Crusader shirt or some kind of Teutonic nice stuff. Maybe we need to like not just assume they're freaking white nationalists because they're in the minority. Maybe they're just a bunch of nerds. 
Yeah, but yours are people but too. Our, it's also our job to explain, like, hey, listen, you may not know what you're wearing. <clears throat> Here's what it might look like, and that's this is the conversation I have with a lot of KT guys from different states when I when I have spoken to them. Of you're wearing a white sheet with a red cross and a pointy hood on it, it looks bad. It's we know what it means to us. We know what it should mean to the rest of the world, but they don't take the time or they haven't been exposed to it. So you have to you have to look at it from a position much like everything else on the planet and everything else in your life. You have to look at it from a slightly disconnected position from your own from your own stance and from your own perspective. That's admittedly, if we did that masonry with everything, I think it would be uh, uh, a much greater success as a craft. It, it bothers me so much because we have so many guys in, in commandery and admittedly in all the, in, within masonry, they mean the best. They have the best of intentions as 99.99999% of our, our brethren do. But you have to switch off the you. You have to turn yourself off for a minute. Um, as much as a guy who turns himself on on a regular basis, I understand how hard that is. However, you, gotta, you have to kind of pop those shoes off and think about it from a completely neutral standpoint of if I was a general passerby and saw X or heard this or or was in the area of this, what would be my first initial thoughts? What would I perceive? What's going to be your first interpretation? Yeah. yeah I mean, that's the thing is and and those people that do that, they may have the wrong impression. And they, that's true. We have a gentle craft. They may have the wrong impression. However, as a guy who does risk mitigation and that kind of thing, you have to understand that once their emotion is peaked, they're thinking on a different scale with a different set of factors, and logic may not be involved. Emotions always trust, always trust Trump logic. Yeah, and as a as a professional Irish drunk, I of all people can confirm this. Um, Sean's heard me go on rants, sober and otherwise. But if you are going into this kind of area, you have to think: um, if I walk out of this hotel in a uniform, or if I walk out of the hotel, well, if you walk out of the ho a hotel in your Scottish right hat, they're going to think you're a bellhop. If, especially if you're KCCH, Sean, because um, you know whatever. But if you if you're walking out of a hotel or walking out of a public space uh, in uniform, you have to kind of stop for a moment and reflect on the fact that the general populace generally doesn't know what what masonry is from a start. To be, to be frank. And then the appendant bodies, they're going to have no idea. So you have to go on like that that momentary fast glance of what may lock into their memory. 
or what what might spark spark their emotions. Um, when we did this, we had a we kind of had some interaction with this uh, in Minnesota when we were grand sessions for York right in Rochester, which is major medical destination, that kind of thing. So we're having we're outside smoking. I'm outside smoking with our visiting brother and stuff uh, for commandery. We have people in this very cosmopolitan space where people are flying in for specialized medical treatment from across the world, and they're seeing, frankly, Caucasian guys in uniform. Because I can tell you, there was like uh, two or three. Oh, Chuck's power dropped. Uh, two or three, maybe non-Caucasian members there at Grand Commander session. The wind stopped blowing. Yeah, that's probably fair. But... Damn, Yankees. We have... So we had people passing by trying to figure out who we were, and we had to make sure to properly answer their questions. But if they didn't take time to ask the questions, and they jumped to conclusions like humans are kind of apt doing, it could have ended in disaster. And that's what I'm saying about Grand Camp being at Minneapolis. Everybody's probably going to be fine, but you have to kind of take a holistic thought pattern of where you're at, especially with recent events, who you're surrounded by, and be able to check any ego or any concern you might have for our gentle craft. It will still, it will still continue. It'll continue, yeah. As a guy who I follow, uh, who's a Buddhist, would say, just because you're invited to an argument doesn't mean you have to attend. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess that's the message I would push forth uh, as a commander guy, as a seminarian, as somebody who wants to make sure that everybody can visit Minnesota in peace and happiness, would push forward. I don't know. I mean, my boss is on the call, so I mean, you can ask him, and he could probably translate my stupidity to English. Sean, are you okay with him just telling everybody that all the time? Like, even when you're not want to be connected. Yeah, we all have employees that we're not proud of. (laughs) (laughs) Even when you're not, there's just some things you can't do anything about. Go back and listen. Uh, every time John gets naked on camera or does something else wacky and insane, he always... Listen, I've caught myself naked in the mirror. I'm not going to do that to anybody else. My boss, Sean... Yeah, you get thrown in every time he does something embarrassing. You're, you're kind of tagged to it all. Well, what I'm, what I'm doing is... You got I'm, your summons from South Carolina yet. I'm, I'm correlating a point of contact for complaints because there's going to be some, and, you know, I want them to be able to get their yeah. day. I thought you were forwarding them to producer Bruce, host of the oh. After Lodge podcast. Host of the After Lodge. Thank you for using my title. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, because that's what they would do in Chicagoland on certain podcasts. As you are host. <laughs> Any and all complaints about Minnesota, Minnesota York Rite, Minnesota Grotto? Minnesota Scottish Rite, Minnesota Shrine. Please forward those complaints to host Bruce. Producer, Mr. Bruce. I can't decide which title. Which one comes first, Roland? No, host 
host is your title. Both like capitalized. Like like Worcester is my name yeah. or whatever. So it's like host Bruce, and then it's no wait, it's producer Bruce, host. Or is it or is it host Bruce the producer? See, I think it's. That's- I think in our jurisdiction it would be host Bruce, and then beneath that the job title is producer. But to be fair, in your jurisdiction, they can't drink where they make the alcohol, but they can buy alcohol where they don't make the drink. That's why we don't live where they make the alcohol, just right next to it. We also can't marry our cousins, but it doesn't stop anybody from doing either of those things. I mean, he's not first or second cousins. First or second cousins. Uh, Second cousins are okay. It's just first cousins that are illegal. Well, you know. We, we uh, Jamie. To be fair, we've had a president in our in our history that married his second or third cousin. So I mean, there's a there's worse things done there. around here. I'm telling you, there's worse things done around here because, like you know, half of our population's last name is Glant. So there's got to be some inter- Glant or Arsenal. You know, you're all you're all intertwined there somewhere along the way. As an Irishman, I'll, I will point out that we will basically shag anything that's still more in two seconds. So. Yeah, you're 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 done. I mean, is that Irishmen or just men? I, I don't know if you have to oh, specify a, that. All men are created equal, but some are more than others. I'm I'm really torn. This is a really good like I'm like having some sort of existential crisis of the fact that. Is it worse because you're both? Is it the same because you're one or the other? And you, you know, really, it, Irish okay. man, man, Irish. I'm, 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 Sean, throw me a bone here. I mean, you can throw me half a bone because you're half Irish, but I'll take what I can help. Whatever. Yeah, but the other Back side. The bones. So. Rasa. <laughs> yeah, Vila Rasa. <laughs> so I guess Chuck's not coming back. No, it doesn't look like it. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, so does his state have the same kind of power situation as Texas? Is is that the problem, or, or what? Well, to be fair, did host Bruce, the producer, finally expel him? Uh, he might have. Uh, was... I, I, Chuck did forget to call him host uh, one too many times. So Bruce just said, "No more Chuck." Chuck yeah, has had a, a, a flagrant use of profanity here on the After Lodge podcast. <laughs> don't don't get me wrong. We uh, we, we we appreciate the odd no no word every now and then, but well, I mean, but Chuck in time out for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like, so you give the power to the whole state to cut out Chuck. <laughs> I mean, look, I got I can't. Jitsi doesn't have the power to mute him anymore. We could do that with Google Hangouts. We can't do it with Jitsi. I got to do what I can do, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Whole power grid. Listen, I like to point out that like the Irish ex cop who swears a lot that they are still on the show. We had to cut off the other guy. <laughs> it makes me happy. I'm just gonna say. And I hold it back. Yeah, no, you I. Because you're Canadian polite. Goo 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 goo. Good day. Good day. <laughs> the Mackenzie. Oh, brother. oh classic. Now I'm going to get Benton Watch Strange Brew again because best movie ever. That was my ringtone for so long. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my, 
Oh my god, my left nut. <laughs> if you have not watched the movie Strange Brew, gentle listeners, even those in Australia, please do, and you'll understand what's wrong with guys like me and Jamie. And if you can catch Canadian bacon, throw that in there too. We call that ham, I believe. Oh no. no it's Why do you get all technical on shit, Harlan? Why? Because use English wrong. Because it's pretending to be bacon. What kind of He's fake not... ass shit is that? But really, it's pork. And then the long and the short of it, it's that pink animal we all it's love to eat. No, no, no. Yes, you're correct. Maybe we'll call it bacon. bacon Canadian bacon is technically pig, but so is head cheese, which is the most <laughs> thing ever created by right. me. Oh, God. Oh, God. Head cheese. Head cheese is the only thing I've ever oh. seen that has made a Scotsman throw up. Blood pudding. Just saying. Oh, they'll eat that. They'll be fine. Yeah. Head cheese? Well, yeah. Well, the, the trick is you got to tell them what it is when they're eating it. And then they vomit it well. But... It's like me and blue cheese. If I eat blue cheese, I'll vomit it well, too. Ugh. Oh man, blue cheese, blue, blue cheese is horrible stuff, Bruce. Don't even go there. So, it's delicious. Well, there's a there's a farmer's market near me that makes fresh blue cheese. It's the best. You're eating awesome. mold. You're, 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 like, eat, you're eating mold. Bruce, I mean, hey, but Bruce, I would like, also like to know what you eat plants. Like, what's I the do. difference? I eat mushrooms too. This cat eats See? plants apparently, but that's, that's not even for. Nutrition. <laughs> I eat fungus. I eat fungus that's grown on shit. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Have you ever seen regular everyday mushrooms been grown? Have you ever been into a plant where they grow them? No. No, but I've they're been all just early. grown on beds of manure. That, in dark, that, dark like, rooms. Do people too? Yeah, we have a, we have a mushroom. We have a mushroom farm here. It's amazing, amazing place yeah, to go into. Yeah. But yeah, it's just Girl. beds and beds of shit, and then Girl. the mushrooms grow on top of the shit, and then <laughs> you pick them up. I gotta be honest, Jamie, that's not really a thing I w- I'm interested in seeing. Bruce, there's it's a, an interesting there's a, process. There's a, there's a lot of plants I would like to tour. Mushroom shit plants are not one of them. <laughs> it's amazingly Bruce. fragrant. Bruce, there's a saying, and Harlan will back me up on this, despite the fact that he might have been an officer, whatever. There's a saying in the army. It's the mushroom game. Please don't feed me shit and keep me in the dark. That yep, exactly. Mushrooms. It's dark and poo. Dark poo and a lot of humidity. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, blue cheese. I it's recently like blue cheese. Officer. I recently ran into a guy here locally who makes really good money. Like he's a backpacker, which is how I met him. He goes around like our our national forests and stuff on his backpacking trips and like hunts out these mushrooms of some kind and sells them for boatloads of money. Okay. I don't Very know fungus. about it. Why is that different from the ones that grow on poo that you can farm? Well, I mean it's it's any it's any biodegrading organic materials that they grow on just Poop is easiest for farming. I see. I mean, do they do they have like different effects on you depending on? 
No, no, these are just standard everyday mushrooms. You know, oh, like, like your white cap. Just yeah, you just just your white cap mushroom. Yeah, going on. Yeah. Fortunately, farm mushrooms. I, I eat that Colorado uh, shirt. I eat those mushrooms on Papa John's, so I probably the food. Colorado shirt. Nice. Oh, look at that. Twinsies. It's <laughs> funny. Are we in Colorado now? It's the beauty of the internet. I we wish. Wherever we say we are. That's right. We've been to Colorado Heartland. freaking awesome. I think I might go there when I retire. Western Pennsylvania. Very western. Very. <laughs> so I got a question for you guys. Um, in your whole COVID vaccination well, are stuff. Are we still recording? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's part of it, but uh, no um, just a silly question. Where were were, were dentists put in with your medical professional? Like, were yeah. they classed within the, in the in in the line of who gets vaccines? Were your dentists put in with your medical oh, professionals and nurses uh, and stuff? Yes, yes. Um, Ours were not. Ours were put in with our fucking retail workers. That that's where they were listed and and put in the list. I'm I'm I found this out two days ago. My wife and I had this discussion about it. I was totally and utterly baffled no, that somebody see. overlooked. They didn't even overlook dentists. They didn't forget about them. They did. They put dentists in with retail workers. These are people that are in front of mouths and people that are breathing on them. Yeah, but, like, but your people like, are also still mostly British, so dentists aren't really high on the priority list. <laughs> they're they're like oh, same tier as chiropractors. They're almost doctors. They're almost doctors. They are doctors. Rich people go to them. Everybody else just kind of... Yeah, yeah. Uh, let them fall out. I'll, I'll pull them out my own. I've done that as a kid. I pulled a tooth yeah, out my own as a awesome kid. The powers look. <laughs> the Brits. <laughs> oh, man. All right, folks. Uh, you want to put a bullet in this before Chuck pops back on right at Please. the wrong time? I mean, that's probably fair. I mean, he can't interrupt. He's going to come back and swear at Masters more. That's going to, yeah. All right. So, uh, anything cool happening this week with anybody? Nothing now. Uh, Well, there we go. Uh, Night Masons, Sean, Saturday. Whiskey Club. Oh, are we going to do that? No more crackhead. Flying monkeys are going to assemble. All right, that's going to happen. You're going to have to let me know when and where. All right. Well, thanks for listening to episode 272 of the After Lodge podcast. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Or because everybody's using Google now and it's 2021, you could just go to afterlodge.com. But Old habits die hard. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with me on IRC at irc.snoonet.org. Houndsign Freemasonry, which I realize now is a completely Reddit-dedicated IRC network after all my talk of leaving Reddit. Dang it. <laughs> and, of course, you can find uh, you can find John and Chuck still prowling around the Reddit. Uh, as the You can find team. Chuck prowling around there. I still don't have my shit in a group. So After Lodge John or user host hey John, producer Bruce. So yep. uh, until After next week, John, John or King of No Pants. Later. The sun shining your face and the wind on your back. About Minnesota, Minnesota masonry, Minnesota Grand York Rite, 
Minnesota Grand Encampment hosting and any other complaints you may have to right host Bruce, the producer. <laughs> yes. Of Thank Minnesota. You. He Thank produced you, Minnesota. All right. Good night, brothers. Sludger. <laughs>